Whip out your titties! And now, Jabroni Studios, in association with Big Herm Productions, is proud to present to you, recording from an undisclosed location in Oakdale, Connecticut, it's Chris Burns, it's Chris Lynch, this is Dysfunction Junction. We have all, we have already... For the show to start. No, I wanted, I usually do the, the ass end of the show, I wanted to throw something out at the beginning too, and boy did I screw that shit up. Whip out your titties! That was great. <laughs> ladies, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is going to be the shit show from the get-go. We had so much to talk about. Sit back, grab a beverage, grab some Cheez-Its. Fuck. Grab the titty of the person next to you, look them dead in the eye, and say, welcome to Dysfunction Junction. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. My name is Chris Burns. On the screen to me, it to is, my immediate... My immediate left on the screen, right on the screen. Fuck it, I can't tell anymore. It, it's Ben Dejo himself. Ben Dejo, Christian. And of course, the producer extraordinaire, the tower of power, too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey, Big Herm, Michael P.S. Herman. What is up, everybody? What is up? Oh, oh. guys watch any football this weekend? Um, <laughs> no, no. I, I didn't watch any football. Um, I, I watched something that resembled <clears throat> it somehow. All right, I gotta ask. I know we're gonna talk about the second game at length. I First the game, wrestling entertainment event. I did that uh, on like Saturday. A sports, a sports entertainment event. I watched. I did that on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. That hurt my heart. That hurt my heart. <clears throat> anyway, uh, dude, the first game, the Eagles game. Um, I wanted 49ers to come away with the victory. Didn't happen. I didn't think it was gonna happen, but. Um... I mean, when you go through six quarterbacks, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I, I mean, how deep are they going? Are they are they going to pull the uh, junior high quarterback from you know Cutler? Well, listen, you knew that at this game because obviously he's going to be there in any big game situation. Joe Montana was in the crowd. Uh-huh. Give him some pads. Give him a jersey. Sign him to a one day contract. Get him out there, win the fucking game. It looked like they gave up on so many levels. I mean, and Christian McCaffrey, no offense to him. I know he was a a quarterback in high school and part of college. Uh, no, not at a professional level. Knock it off. Stop it. Don't be a, don't be stupid. Right. But I'm not sure that's a game we want to talk about, is it? Well, I, uh, I missed most of that game because I really wasn't watching the, field, the Eagles game. That game was all right. You know, it was pretty um, fair. Um, it didn't seem to be, I don't know, rigged. Um, <laughs> I like how you say that, rigged, as if Vince McMahon is somewhere in the back cackling his ass off. You know he is. He's got to be. <laughs> okay, let's start at the beginning. Uh, first half of the game. Uh, Kansas City and Cincinnati, really good. Really, a really good defensive matchup. Kansas City's offense was a little bit hotter. And then came the second half. Uh, excuse me, pardon me if I'm wrong, and someone's <coughs> going to correct me at some point or another. At what point do we call a do over in professional sports? As if we're playing kickball in the backyard and the ball hit mom's car. It's like, uh uh-uh, uh, do over. What the fuck? It took me a minute to figure out what the fuck ha- happened. I'm like, here I am thinking we're going on to the next, 
you know, the next round of play. And, and yep. wait, what? Put the clock back, what? And then they, when they set it, then they replayed that overhead shot. And you're like, yeah, he was, tra- he killed the, he killed the play. Fair enough. But in every other instance, it just, you go along the referee. Yes. And, and the, there it is. Kansas, fuck the Kansas city refs. And of course, Derek said right before that, that fucking game sucked. Um, at any other time in the history of football, if they fuck up a play and with the benefit of replay and the folks in New York and all that happy horse shit, once it's done, it's done. You don't wait for four and a half minutes and then say, oh, yeah, by the way, do over. Fuck you. The other offense is on the field. They're ready to go. And we were texting each other during that play. Like, what in the actual fuck what is going on? What the fuck is going what? on? What just happened? Is what right. I, I think I came up with. I mean, we've all seen it over and over again, year after year after year. A bad play here, a, a bad play, bad call here, bad call there. Could it have changed the outcome of the game? I don't know. But Herm brought something up, and obviously the replay showed different, which was, um, and I'm not absolving Herm of guilt. I thought the same thing when it was played in real time. The bullshit um, intentional grounding. That bull- that he tried to do, but his knee hit the ground first. As soon as his knee hit the ground, I got to give Mahomes credit for having a pineapple head. He's smart. So when his knee hit the ground and he shovels that off, he already knows he's down by contact. Right. And there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can do about it. And what pissed me off the most, other than the, uh uh-oh, is it time? Oh, they, they quieted down. Ah, oh, like, damn it's it. Like, it's like they know. They're teasing us. It's a tease. It's like They're they like, know. you guys want the symphony is barching. Where are I, I going to give it to I taught them to be, I taught them to tease. I bet you did. <laughs> here's, mm-hmm. a little peanut, here's a little peanut butter. Tease I was going to say, do you know how much peanut butter that trick took? You know why those dogs are so happy? <laughs> Whenever the UPS guy pulls up, every dog is in the window. Peanut butter boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I could I could wax on this all day long. Um, <clears throat> I don't think the refs necessarily helped the Kansas City Chiefs. I think everybody helped the Kansas City Chiefs, from the refs to the replay department to Vince McMahon to God and Jesus and everybody. That's right. Oh, it was just disgusting. And then. <clears throat> When Cincinnati ties the game and that last play where it's the playoffs, it's the last 30 fucking seconds of the game, the guy gets popped for unnecessary roughness out of bounds. It's the fucking playoffs. One team goes home, one team goes forward. Knock off your snowflake bullshit. You let that shit go, and you keep moving forward. Kansas City, could they have made that field goal without that call? Maybe. It was about a 57-yard shot. But let's be clear. That call was horseshit. It was. And unfortunately, with that call, um, you had not just not not just us watching the game. You had every fan and like everybody on his team. Basically, (laughs) the entire game didn't matter. And that one and everybody laid that one play on his back. For 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 the loss of that game, that, that you know what I mean. I've heard so many people like they're blaming him for that play, and that's the loss of the game. No, 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 no. There was there was a culmination of things. 
There was 59 minutes of, of fucking play that happened prior to that. <coughs> yeah, um, that, 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 that would not be uh, that guy's fault. They did not no. lose that game because of that one play. No. And you sure you sure heard my wife because she saw him crying on the sidelines and she's like, I feel so bad for him. I did. Like, it's, it's I said it's football. It's the playoffs. This is the this is the go home or go big uh show. So they're gonna be a little rough, they're gonna be a little bit amped up, and they're gonna wanna fucking hurt somebody. And he let his he let his will to want to win uh get in his way. I don't blame him. I would be. I would just felt bad for him because that that's what he's going to be known for 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 the off season and in the upcoming season. Oh yeah, I don't remember his first name because it's one of those names. Osur L S S U R was the name of the player. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. Uh, Zach comes in. What's your take on the need to make a big media deal out of the two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl? I use quotation marks because one is not completely black. Look, <coughs> uh, for the historical purpose. I like it. it. It really is. It shows where, where the NFL has come over the years and where quarterbacking come over the years. Um, it's a lot like when people said, you know, The Rock was the first black heavyweight champion of the WWE. Well, he's half Samoan and half black, you yeah. know. Um, for historical context, I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to it. But, again, Morgan Freeman said it best. We're never going to end racism unless people stop bringing up race. Right. Up, yeah. Stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. Because um, I, you know, I'm more, I'm a, go ahead, please, Lynch. Please, I'm, I'm more interested in the Kelseys. Oh, absolutely. Because it's you know, brothers head to head in the Super Bowl. That's you, actually you, really. You want to see cool. me? Pop, you want to see me pop Lynch? I haven't been worried about Kelseys since about 2014. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh. coughs> Fuck her, Horace. <coughs> no, thank you. I see two well-trained athletes. That's what I care about. Fantastic point, Zach. Awesome. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether you're black, purple, polka dot. I'd love to see a polka dot. It matters if you're purple. Yeah, I don't know. I'd love to see a. I I'd love to see a polka dot quarterback in my time. You know, go to the Super Bowl. That'd be nice. It would be. But. Since we're here, and this is the first time in the history of Dysfunction Junction where we've all agreed on the asshole of the week, perhaps I can talk Herman to play in the music, and we can talk about a certain particular gentleman who made the dumbest calls in the history of calls. So... Ron Torbert, not that you watch this show, not that you probably know how to utilize modern technology. You're an asshole. You made three calls that basically, in my opinion, swung the game into the Chiefs' direction. Um, Herm, you're the one that brought it up, really. Um, Give me two of those calls. Actually, fuck it. We already talked about the unnecessary roughness call with 15 seconds left to go. Name another call that... uh, Captain Torbert, the ass monger, uh, it, it, screwed it, it, up. It was, it was, it was uh, one specifically can't pull one out. Um, it, it literally was the throughout the second half. Okay. Everything was nice and tight right through the first half, and then all of a sudden, the second half, the Chiefs couldn't, <clears throat> the Chiefs couldn't do a damn thing. Mm-hmm. 
Cincinnati was coming up, coming up big time and, and knocking them off their pedestal. And it, it seemed to me, and you mentioned it in the group chat, that, you know, they're fucking them, they're fucking them. I'm like, it seemed that every time Cincinnati got a good run going, they would pull a, them back there, by the shirt right, collar there, and there, say, there no, was, fuck oh, you. There, it was fine. Oh, 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 there's a flag. And it got to the point where you, the, the guys calling the game <clears throat> would see the flag and already know that they're calling shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, they already know that. Oh, yeah. this well, one, that's going to be pass one, interference. It wasn't even on screen. This 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 one isn't going to be good. How 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 are we knowing this? We don't even haven't even heard anything yet. Well, when you do right. live television like that, and you're a commentator, and I've talked to people that have done, you know, television commentary, you're paid to watch the monitor. You're telling the people at home what they see and what you see at the same time. Right, because you and really then can't you go to those the, the hell of a lot on the field real close. Right, so then you go to you know the replays are like, all right, we're gonna feed you this replay, yada yada yada. And I'm like, okay, watch here where number sixty two goes around number ninety four and he puts a finger in his butt, and that's a penalty right there. And you know we're gonna move along. <laughs> They're basically <laughs> explaining to you five inch penalty, <laughs> right? Um. How many late hits on Burrow weren't called? Derek wants to know. I counted three, but they, but they certainly did. They certainly called Cincinnati guy running into the kicker for Kansas City, and it yeah. was momentum. It wasn't a dirty hit. It was momentum. Yeah, he he was hauling ass, and he 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 pumped the brakes. There's nothing he could do. I mean, yeah, and you, you can try to pull you back got a all guy you want. That, you, when you got a guy that size coming running at you, you better prepare. Mm-hmm. And especially when it field. when one foot is like six feet in the air and the other one's six inches off the ground, and you're still barrel assing because that was your target. It's not like you have ABS brakes and you just go, er, okay, I got to stop. That kicker just released the ball. Fuck off. It's momentum. Well, then then- I've never played a down of football <laughs> in my life, but I can look at something and go, that's momentum. Well, and, and that's not that's not right. <laughs> <clears throat> You don't have to be the head cashier at Walmart to figure that shit out. That's right. <clears throat> oh, but it helps. Right? Uh, let's see. Zach says he was penalized for doing his job. Mack truck don't stop on a dime. Damn right, kid. Damn <coughs> right. Uh, Agreed. Look, this was the Super Bowl I didn't want to see. I'm still going to watch. I mean, <coughs> come on. It's the fucking Super Bowl. I, I, I lived through the snooze fest that was the Rams and the Patriots a couple years ago. It is what it is. It's still the Super Bowl. It's still parties and wings and friends and what have you. I'm I'm still gonna watch, but to Go watch on. what happened during that AFC Championship game, you do have to wonder if what I've said for 20 years is true. Does Vince McMahon truly run the NFL from a creative standpoint? Uh you would think so because it's like just these storylines and plot lines that, that unfold every season. You mm-hmm. know, Tom Brady was the drama for the season. You know, he, worst season of his career. Um, and you know, he was the drama for the for this creative season. You so you would I wouldn't put I wouldn't put it past him to have something to do with it. Right. Um. Exactly. It's entertaining. Right, Zach mentions because we live in woke folk fucking wonderland, the commercials won't be as good because, hell, you can't have those cool commercials like we had back in the day where you almost see the cooch and then they go, 
Yeah. Dr. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Diet, Dr. Pepper. Right. It's the sweet one. Ooh. Little sweet coming out your wife's coochie. <laughs> no, good luck to both teams. I mean, it was a it was a nice actually a pretty good playoff series to, all all together. I mean, I didn't have a stake in the game, so I I'm just going for I'm going for Philly because my wife's from Philly. All right. I mean, I had a stake in the game up until and including my New York Giants, who I've been a lifelong fan of since September of 2022, um, got knocked out. Um, terrible. So if I had to pick right now, um, I just say I hope both teams have fun. I really do. I, I don't give a fuck. I just want to see football. Yeah, that's that's what I want. A good fucking football game. All right, Herm. What do you what do you think for uh, two weeks from yesterday, or two weeks from Sunday? Sorry. Um, I have no prediction on the game. I do have a prediction that Philly's going to get wrecked, whether they win or lose. The town itself. Yes, the the actual oh, city of Philadelphia. It, it's going to burn to the ground. It, it'll no, be well, burned to the which, ground, win or lose. Way to keep it classy, fucking Philadelphia. How, yeah, like, oh, the how greasy street. Greasy street poles didn't make a fucking difference this time. How fucking stupid do you have to be? And I know I'm I'm painting with a really broad brush here, but how stupid do you have to be to fuck up your own town over your football team winning a goddamn game? Uh, imagine if they lost. Oh, it'd be worse. Uh, there wouldn't be a city left. City of brotherly love, my ass. <laughs> and as you know, Derek's using the line that we love to use, and I used it a lot on on Sunday. It was mostly, mostly peaceful. peaceful. Calm down. Mostly, mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful yet fiery. Yeah. Uh, mostly peaceful does not end up with 196 arrests. Yeah, and the SWAT team oh. called out. I was going to say the SWAT on. team called out 15 yeah. minutes after the end of the game. That's peaceful as fuck. Christ. They're very, they're very serious about this. <clears throat> and Zach said it the best in the comments. For the conference championship of all things, it's not like they won the Super Bowl. It's not like they, they got screwed horrendously like Cincinnati did. No, this was for the, the NFC championship. No, fuck off, Philadelphia. The city of brotherly love my ass. You guys you guys could have Jesus walking down the street. Somebody mug him. Somebody Probably. mug him. For real. Fucking Christ. But you know what? I'm going to put it on Ron, Ron Torbert. Fuck him. And you know what, Ron? You are an asshole. But maybe we're assholes too. Maybe I'm an asshole. Just like you. All right. So we would... We would be remiss if we did not talk about one of the biggest happenings of this week that doesn't include Herm, which I will get to at the end of the show. I know, dude. You you knew I was gonna I was gonna talk about it, so I'm gonna wait. Um, the deal in Memphis with five cops uh, beating horrendously the one unarmed young man. Horrible case of police brutality. Absolutely, one thousand right. percent. I don't disagree with you. My problem is twofold. Um. My problem is, one, the media is already saying that even though there are five black cops, this is, a, this is a case of white supremacy. How? 
No, it, it, it's not a it, it it it's not a case of white supremacy. I would go as far as to say it is a form of racism. Okay. Expand. Um. And while you expand, enjoy a wonderful Dr. Pepper. I feel it's a case of it's 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 a case of black on black crime, which is but, still technically racism. But it it, it is as, as a form of, and that's kind of where I'm going. I want to know why those cops with body cams on stepped outside of themselves and thought it was okay to uh, my issue is the the ease with which the five black officers beat up a black assailant I, a non-assailant actually yeah um like, like why what's the what's the the reason for this is basically black on black crime so why is that so easy for them yeah. Why? This was this. We've saw, we've seen the video. This wasn't police beating anybody. This was a bunch of guys from the hood jumping somebody. Yeah. They, it was hard like, to watch, man. Takes steps back. Takes then steps in and kicking, got, uh, kicking him in the face. This was some 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 ghetto ass thug yep. gang style. It was fucking the, savage. Yeah. Savage. Um, yeah, and I, I think we need to look at why they thought that was, why, why that's okay. Why that 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 black-on-black crime is perfectly okay. Um, I, I don't not. consider it a, a thing of white supremacy. I'm not going to say that the system that police uh, uh, evolved from didn't have some, 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 some roots in the whole overseer a uh, job on a plantation per right. se but this is most most definitely not a black and white issue no agreed this is a black issue yeah and mysteriously blm has nothing whether positive uh, or negative of course they don't to say about this fucking because plot. if if you're going to if you're going to point you know, you point one finger, you got four pointing back at you. So just put that out there. That's easy for you to say. You got all your fingers, you ableist. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I'm saying I'm missing, missing part of this finger. See? Yeah, I'm missing part of that finger. Oh, well, then, then okay. You're allowed to speak on it. I have nine and three quarters fingers. That is that is not something I ever wanted I, to know. I, I have a disability. <laughs> Uh, mentally, besides the, I mean, we we, we watched the that obvious. video, and we it's it's not. There's no police tactic involved. No, and the only the only thing I can say that if I guess the name Tyree Tyree Smith, what was his name? I don't want to downplay him. It's it's a tragedy that he died. It really it is. is. It is. But let's be free and clear. As I said about George Floyd, and as I said about others before him, you know. The minute you resist arrest, you're opening yourself up to all sorts of pain. I don't think it should include death. Not one bit. I don't think George Floyd deserved to die. I don't think that Eric Kidd in New York, I can't remember his name, deserved to die. I don't think Tyree deserved to die. 
Uh, the guy that uh, in Florida, can't remember his name either, um, with uh, George Zimmerman or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He didn't deserve to die. But when you resist arrest, th- you have to expect there's going to be some splashback. I don't think it should include death. I don't want anybody to think <clears throat> for one second I'm condoning what these five officers did because it went too far. It was just such. It was just five dudes taking turns beating the shit out of this kid. Yeah, the the look of fear in that kid's eye can't be faked. He was terrified. I I can understand. He was terrified the moment they pulled him out of the car. There was five cops standing there at the car. You wouldn't be scared, regardless of what had happened. But that's why he. That's why he tried to run. That, he, well, that he, was the whole. He was flight. uncomfortable the moment they opened his door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At no point did anybody do anything to try and slow down. There was no escalation or de-escalation. Right, there was anything. no de-escalation. It, it was just, complete escalation. He was freaked out the moment they <laughs> opened the door. Uh, Tyree Nichols. Tyree Nichols. And, and Squirrely, because I believe in that in that situation, he had every right to. They, I, fuck yeah! I'd be like, "What the fuck is going on?" They I, didn't pull I'd him out, lay him on the ground. They they immediately started like they were gonna fucking gang jump him, yeah, and that's what it what they did. It, it and that kid's fight or flight response kicked in, and you can't fight five big cops. Well, okay. They're big, they're big on boys. the same note, uh, I don't remember which one of you sent the story out of right here in Plainfield, Connecticut. The young man. lady who I I. I don't know her, but I know her family mm-hmm. who ran from the cops, dragged a cop down the street, gets caught running out the back door of someone's she house. familiar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is also a person that a year or two ago, again, traffic stop type thing, ran away. They called her and said, hey, look, we just want to talk to you. Why don't you come down to McDonald's in Plainfield? She goes, okay. Shows up. She's got heroin in her purse. The dumb just keep getting dumber. And the more, you know, you can say it all day long and they tell you when you're a kid, look, I believe this to an extent. Cops are not there to hurt you. They're there to help you. However, comma, not every cop is an asshole, but it seems like every asshole becomes a cop. Yeah, it, it's a, the, that saying is true. But, uh, I mean, you're talking apples and oranges here. We're, we're talking about five people. Oh, no, I agree with who, you. Whose sole purpose that instant. Was to kill somebody because mm-hmm. they were acting just like, like you said, a gang surrounding yeah, the, their prey. The, the, yeah, to, to, to beat the living shit out of him, regardless, there was personal feeling in that. There was no accidental anything in this. He didn't accidentally die. No. He died because the, those cops kicked his fucking face. They stomped on his head. They beat his, tased his ass multiple times. You know? Oh, yeah. It's unfortunate it took a couple of days for this kid to die. That's the unfortunate thing. That he, he must have been suffering. Okay. The entire uh, time. Bring, bring that comment up, Herm, because I want to address this real quick. Uh, Kelly says, hey, I'm not an asshole. Kelly, I really want you to take a deep breath. In through nose. Breathe. Out through mouth. We congratulated you on the birth of your beautiful daughter, who I have yet to meet. Fuck you for that. Um, Emily Jean. And not every cop is an asshole but every asshole becomes a cop. Now, the fact that you are not an asshole, I rest my case. The prostitution rest. I, I kind of explain um, military police, I believe. What? 
one burger for a cop. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, know, Gil's Ferry McDonald's, the cop no, meal. No, don't, don't you? you remember, what is it? Um, you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're an asshole. You're cool. You're cool. Fuck you, I'm out. Fuck you. Yeah. That's, are you a cop? One burger. Yeah, she's the you're cool. Kelly is the you're yeah. cool in this situation. Yeah. Much like John John is the cool in that situation. Much like uh, uh, Lynch, our friend Norman, yeah. is the cool in this situation. You can become a cop and not be an asshole, but you can be an asshole and grow up and think, I'm just going to be a cop and shoot people and beat the shit out of them and act like a total fucking idiot. Uh, yeah. That, that badge isn't a superpower. Exactly. And it's not a good idea. It does not. Look at see here comes a couple weeks ago's MVP Jen Sizer good burger Foot it was um it wasn't good burger fuck you fuck you fu half baked half baked with the yeah. badge and the gun down asshole let's go one on one let's one. go <laughs> <laughs> till six of his buddies show up and we're doing the show about Herm put the fucking badge and the gun down and let's go pal. All right, before we get into our music part of the discussion, I have a feeling we're going to beat the shit out of each other with the music portion of the show. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Can I take your order? I think we're all in agreement. Um, Tyree Nichols didn't have to die, much like we all think George Floyd didn't have to die, much like we think that Adrian says hi, kiss. No. Pony Pony. He he didn't. He Honestly, he didn't need more than the first time they pulled him out of the car. All right, there's five of them. Are you telling me that five people can't restrain a, a relatively... Um, He's not uh, a big dude. Uh, uh, he wasn't giant. He wasn't huge. No. Um, you're telling me that nobody between the five of them can figure out how to get a pair of fucking click bands on, that there isn't a zip tie, that nothing... These guys weren't trying to subdue him. They were trying to, as soon as he did any trying to put the hurt down. they were just trying to fuck him up for it. Yep. That's, and that's horse shit, in my opinion. 1,000%. And uh, if Derek has the kids watching this right now, the, the pile of quarters that I'm going to owe the swear jar is going to go up and up and up. So let me just do this for Derek's kids. A goddamn son of a bitch, eat shit, lick my ass, uh, boogers, uh, that, yeah, uh, Suck my big black stuff and stick it down your mouth and suck it, suck it. I just just make the quarter pile heavier for the swear jar on Saturday. So, yeah, we're all in agreement, I think. Yeah. Uh, again, th this this young man didn't have to die, and it sucks that he did. What I don't want, I, I want these all five officers who were arrested. All five officers are being charged, and hopefully justice will be served, much like with George Floyd's death, and it was Derek Chauvin. Um, you better, you best cash that check and bring rolls for each kid. <laughs> Only if they catch me. Sarah already yelled at me for having the volume too high. It's tough. It's dysfunction Sarah, junction, baby. Sarah's banned from the show. Um, no. Hey, Sarah, no. I didn't do it. I no. need a haircut soon. I didn't do it. I got a haircut. I cut my yeah, own but not, hair. Not from, not from sweet baby sister. I cut my own hair. Fuck that. Um. I just don't want them to make this guy into some sort of martyr where, you know, tons of people just use this as an excuse to blame uh, every cop. No, not a for not this. a not a martyr for not a martyr for um uh, a white supremacy style racist campaign. Um 
if you're going to use a martyr, you got to use it correctly. And what he needs to be is, again, we need police reform. I'm not saying we need to defund them. We no. need reform. We need proper training on how to how how to assess and how to take it down to zero. Mm-hmm. All right, so that the, the the temperature cools down. Sure. If, um, but but we need new training. We need to have things that they are forced on a daily basis to deal with that aren't truly their job. Right. Shoveled out to departments that it is their job and people with those training. Um, we ask a lot of, of our police forces, um, a lot that technically they don't sign up for. They are not signed up to be mental health counselors right. and to deal with mentally the, the mentally ill. Um, so or there needs to be reform in, in the sense that we need to train them for what we want them to do and and not having them do what they they can't do. <clears throat> no, we, we can't really criticize them for not being properly trained. I mean, uh, you go department to department and state to state, they're, they're all going to be trained differently, and it all depends on budget. How much money are they going to feed into the police force? I mean, there's towns in Connecticut that are always understaffed. Like Plainfield never will have a full uh, full staffing, ever. I was told that by the mayor and the first selectman because it's just not in, it's not in the budget which i think mm-hmm. is criminal i it's a criminal they're running three to four officers short constantly and plainfield's a big space plainfield's a lot bigger than people give it credit for it's fucking huge so mm-hmm. i cr- commit a crime at the 7-eleven in in Moosup, and i commit my crime down by norwich hmm i'm a genius yeah, you are. You're like that chick who ran with the 200 bags of heroin. I'm going to run from Plainfield to Moosup and try to sneak out the back of the house. Oh, And if you guys don't know, um, Lynch knows. I interviewed somebody on my old show uh, from Turtle Boy Sports, which is based out of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And um, they, did a, they did a story on her when she made that first mistake about a year and a half, two years ago. Mm-hmm. I'll link you guys to it when we're done. Just read it. Have a good time with it. I love um, him. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great spot. Right yeah. There. Once, <laughs> once Bristol had her falling out. I didn't follow very much, but mm-hmm. you know, Bristol's out there and she's doing good. So glad to hear it. So you guys ready to have some fun with music? I am. I am. I, okay. I, yeah. This was my idea, but I am not going first. Uh, wait, they're looking for a, a dispatcher, and they get paid twenty three ninety four to start, which is more than I make in education. Big fucking problem, Jen. Teachers are never paid what they're worth. The teachers are criminally underpaid. And especially criminal. in this day and age. Yes, criminally underpaid, especially some, in this day and day and age where every some, kid is an entitled cocksucker. Some are, yeah. some are underpaid. Yeah, some are overpaid, especially when they're trying to indoctrinate your fucking children. Yeah. Um, Fucking twats. Uh, and Connecticut actually pays their teachers well. Outside, and, you know, Connecticut, Not well enough, York, according to Jen. Well, well, based upon, you know, it's like the South, some Midwest, Midwestern states, um, criminally underpaid. Um, and that's the case you get what you pay for. Right? You have oh. very, very young people becoming teachers. You know, one year out of college. 
I want to read Zach's comment before we go to the music. Um, It depends on what you call them for. I'm speaking of the police. Uh, When we had the Amazon incident, an Amazon truck had an incident in their yard. It took them two hours to get someone out for a report. When we had a neighbor shooting a pellet gun at the wife and kids, we got two officers, the deputy chief in here with his private vehicle, in five minutes with a dog. Boom. Okay. So, again, not not all cops are bad. no, but that's but then again, but that that's how police work also works. Um, they they triage just like medical, exactly. Um, and <coughs> unfortunately, a truck stuck with a yard with a wrecked yard. Everybody happy, somebody a little angry. Nobody's shooting nobody. It's dark, and nobody's really going anywhere. Anything bad's gonna happen from that point on. Yeah, it's going to take them a while because there's probably six other things they've got to check on that are probably that lift higher on the, on the rate. Yeah. Now you've got somebody know. with a pellet gun. The fucking thing with a pellet gun is it could be a pellet gun. It could be a very small twenty-two. It could be there's there's a lot of a chance for you know a pellet in the eye and shit like that. So somebody moves with a quickness. It's there's a possible weapon. You have to move fast. Yeah. Right. But yeah, unfortunately, that's what a lot of people don't realize for the cop. Well, I called him to place a report. Well, the accident happened yesterday, and it's over the, and done with. So they'll get there when they <coughs> get there. Yeah. Is a report really that important at this point? <laughs> right. Not a non emergency shit. They've got a lot of non emergency shit that unfortunately keeps being uh, <clears throat> uh, preempted by emergency shit. Yeah. Right. They're the emergency service. It just gets put back in the bottom of the pile. You, it, it'll get. Get to, I know I'll do it when I get there. <laughs> I'm not right. in a rush. And so I'm far not in a rush to get that shit done. If you guys tuned in last week, we did uh, recast the movie. So I had the idea: let's recast some of our favorite <laughs> artists and some of our not so favorite artists, if you will. So we're taking <laughs> bands or artists, if you will, replacing the singer and having some fun with it. Guys, do you just want to get the elephant in the room out of the way first, or do you want to save that for last? I'm going to save it for last. All right. We're going to save it for for later, at least. Okay. Uh, Oh, Jen says, I've got Mudvayne fronted by Mike Tyson. (laughs) That's exceptional. Fabulous. Oh, my God. Uh, Who wants to kick it off? Because I'm not leading off my own category. Lynch, go. There you go. So... I'm th- I'm thinking singer for singer. Take Alice Cooper away from Alice Cooper, and he sings all Black Sabbath songs. And Ozzy Osbourne sings all Alice Cooper songs. Ooh, a double swap. Yeah. That's he herming it rules. without herming it. He broke the right. rules. But right. at the same time... That's a rule break. How? He That's just did two dip. picks at once. That's a double dip. <laughs> Hold on, is there a flag on the play? No. Yeah. He just Where's he my, just uh, he hermed it without herming it. Where's the red flag? <laughs> you got no red flag. You're all red flags. <laughs> but think about it. I mean, <clears throat> very similar careers. They they both they you could hear Ozzy singing an Alice Cooper song, and you could hear Alice Cooper singing an Ozzy song. I certainly could. You know, not necessarily Black Sabbath. Ozzy's solo career and Alice Cooper's solo career. I'm kind of in my head, like, playing 
shot in the dark with Alice singing yeah. with his, you know, Oh, okay. No, that yeah. makes all the sense in the world. It, it, they're both perfect for each other. Their vocals, you know, Alice Cooper's actually has, have beautiful has a range. Yes. Yeah. They would have, they would have maybe beautiful musical babies. That's, okay. So that's what I was thinking. Yes. I, I have a couple more yes. like that too. Okay. My list grew while we were talking and I kept thinking of some. So my list is now at eight. So time permitting, I'm getting all eight in. Her list grew two his list grew two times that day. All right. <coughs> all right. So <coughs> there it is. There it is. Fuck your picks. All right. So all right. We've we've got we've got Judas Priest. Okay. Okay. Now. All right. Now. Rob Halford is considered a low tenor. He has a a a a four octave range. All right, which is comparable to an opera singer and any really exceptional opera singers. <coughs> now, we'll probably never hear Rob Halford do sing opera, okay? But today, for the purpose of the show, we're going to have the next big thing. All okay. right. We're going to have Judas Priest, <laughs> and we're going to take a low tenor, and we're going to replace Rob Halford with Pavarotti. Nice. Same style. I'm your yep. That's exactly what I was just thinking, Lynch, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That was the first song that popped into my We're head. We're going to have Turbo. Pavarotti just pull in and pull all and just sing. Yep. <laughs> It'll be a big sweaty metal fest. <laughs> Up here in space, I'm looking down yes. on you. Yes. Oh, my Lord. That is good it. shit. Um, to answer Jen's question, are we going for good Blends or train wrecks? Uh, you, can, my list. you can drive that. You can you can fly that plane anywhere you want to fly it, darling. Well, let me throw out my first one then. Um, and this one. Some one's of these Derek. are improvements. Some of these are fuckwids. Some of these, well, you, the, the guys will be like, "Oh, I can totally see that work." This is well. definitely a fuck with. Um, and it's for Derek. Um, I took Depeche Mode. I took Dave Gahan. Oh my God! Yeah, I know. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the clap back anytime now. Here it comes. Here it comes. I took Dave Gayen out of Depeche Mode. Gay comments in three, two, two one. one. Help me! Help me! From Depeche Mode's own lyrics, and I can't wait to hear Tom Araya from Slayer sing this line. Help me understand what makes a man fuck another man. Help me understand what Tom Araya from Slayer is my choice and oh. not because of his growl but if you listen to him sing like on Enigata Davida or Seasons in the Abyss he does have a good singing voice mm. I would love to see how that works with something like um, Enjoy the Silence it would be fan fucking tastic so that's my, my choice can't you? Yeah, I it's can good and it, for those of you who have never listened to Slayer before first of all fuck <clears> you <throat> second uh, go pick out those two songs Seasons in the Abyss or their cover of Enigata Davida and then Take that voice and put it into a Depeche Mode song. You're welcome ahead of time. I, I love that version. It got in a in a got a Davida. Oh, it's fantastic, and it's not <clears throat> 92 minutes long. Yeah, I just like <clears throat> do, you, do you remember what soundtrack <clears throat> it was on? No, I don't. Less less than zero. Wait a minute. Oh. What what thread was the new Depeche Mode 
song lyrics on. Oh God, no! We, we—it's the only one I remember—is "Help Me Understand What Makes a Man." No, no. I know no, there was another was, one. Um, Let's not belabor the point. We got a show to do. <laughs> what was it? People are people. Oh yeah, I can't remember now. Something you you can change and cut off your PP. Yes. People are people, so why should it be? People you get upset change. when I cut off my PP. <laughs> Just don't get upset when I cut off my PP. There you go. All right, uh Lynch, number two on your list. <laughs> um <laughs> two. This better not suck. Number two. Damn it, the eleventh Big Mac is Beavis. I'm taking James Hetfield out of Metallica. All right, if you steal mine, I'm going to kick your ass. Nobody's going to steal mine replacement for this. Motherfucker. Willie Nelson. Okay. Right, I can I'm hear it in gonna, my head now. I'm going to turn Lynch off right now, and it's just going to be the two of us. No, no, no. <laughs> Did I take your pick? Show. Did I get, take your pick, Herm? Not even fucking close. And okay, good. No, no. Ooh, yeah. I can hear I, that in my head, certain songs. And the one that's in my head right now is Whiskey in the Jar. Yeah. Or even Enter Sandman, I can hear it. Oh, there wow. <laughs> <laughs> Make us fight on the hill in the early days. <laughs> yeah. Silence so loud. <laughs> that is a fantastic <clears throat> pick. I cannot shit on that whatsoever. <laughs> Um, oh, Jen comes in with Michael Jackson singing the tunes of Henry Rollins. Because I'm a liar. That's right. You're a liar. <laughs> I love that one. Herm, what's your number two? Uh, number two is duty. Is um, All right, we're going to have Van Halen. All right. <coughs> okay. You, wa you watch where you go with this. I am. Okay. And it's specifically about DLR. All right, so David okay. Lee Roth. Um. David Lee Roth is really known for some of his wild non-lyric sound vocal sounds that he makes when he sings. No. Okay. Uh, he has a tendency uh, to 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 make some really out there vocal sounds. So um, we're gonna do Van Halen. All right. Okay. But here's what we're gonna do with it. Um, we're gonna take any decent singer with a really healthy case of Tourette's. And just slide him in and see where it goes. <laughs> okay. See, he hermed it, but I hermed it later on uh, at number four on my list. So I, I can't go wrong with that. My number two, and again, I have eight of them, so, and that includes Rush. Um, I also had Metallica at number two, but I'm taking James Hetfield out, and I'm replacing him with Elvis Presley. Okay. All right. All right. And Elvis will appear on my list one more time. All right, all right. But I just, I all thought right. about that, and I was listening to Nothing Else Matters in the car the other day, and I was like, ooh, could you see Elvis on the stage in Hawaii with the fat bloated and the, and the jumpsuit and the lay, tabbing, dabbing his forehead? Like, Never cared for what they do. <laughs> Never cared for what they know. Oh, that's the Unforgiven, isn't it? Oh, no, that's Nothing yeah. Else Matters. Uh, but I know. I thought that could be so much fucking fun. That would be a great video to make. All right. Oh. All right. I can see that. All right. Lynch, give us a, give us a third one. <coughs> Excuse me? Are you going to die? <laughs> Maybe. Please, Please don't, don't die. die. All right. I have my own rush pick. 
Okay. You go. But <coughs> all right. So he, he, dude, we all are gonna have Rush on this list at some point. <coughs> all of us. Take out, take out Getty Lee. Thank God. Obviously, put, put him in a box somewhere in Canada. A. Eh? Thank God. James Brown. <laughs> I don't know if you just went from bad to worse, especially fitting him into that genre of music. I cannot hear it in my head. I, I can't hear that. Not, I can't not hear him breathing. singing Tom Sawyer. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Finally, somebody says it. Put John's, put John's thing up on the thing. Rush sucks. Oh, come on. Rush blows chunks. Rush blows homeless guys for drug money. <coughs> Fuck. Guys, got got to do what you got to do. I mean, wow. Tis what it is. <laughs> oh, all right, Herm, you got a number three. I do have a number three. <laughs> all right, all right. Number three is um, we're gonna take typo negative. <coughs> oh, all right. <coughs> We're going to think about the quality of the voice of the lead singer. Peter Steele. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. And then we're going to replace him <clears throat> with Leonard Cohen. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> That's a great pick. Ooh. <clears throat> All right. I don't know if Leonard can hit the harder, the, the, the harder throatier shit, but he's kind of <clears throat> got that monotone thing. Let's yeah, say hello sure. for the first time to our friend Crystal Bob, who has just checked in with us tonight. Hello. So we're having some fun with music, Crystal. We are replacing, we're replacing lead singers. You can chime in as you wish, as everybody has so far. Yes, yes. Uh, we're not uh, Jen. We're not messing with Peter Steele. We're just we're just maybe creating something we've always wanted to see. That's a good Leonard Cohen. Wow. All right. Really good. Really really good pick. All right, I'm moving some of mine around. These are in no particular order, but I am going to take... Vice versa, I'd like to hear Steele sing some Cohen tunes. Yeah, absolutely. Could you imagine (laughs) Peter Steele singing Hallelujah? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the same (laughs) monotone. It's it's probably sound very similar. Um, Just throw a little organ into the back and call it good. Right? And then that, that steering guitar... That, yeah, the, the, that sound that scares your mother at 3.30 in the morning. Guilty. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, I'm moving my list around. I was not going to fuck with these guys, but I changed my mind because I'm allowed to do that. I'm taking Kiss, and I'm removing Paul off Stanley. Off the market. I am, oh. <coughs> fuck off sideways. Oh, okay. I am, moving, I am taking Paul Stanley out of the mix. Somebody finally did the fucking right thing. Who could sing those songs as good or better than Paul Stanley? One human Linda being Ronstadt. on earth. Nope. Prince. Donna. Nope. Oh. Prince could. Prince could take Detroit Rock City and sexy that up so much. Think about it in your head. <clears throat> and without even with the platform boots, he's still only four foot eleven, so he's the shortest guy in the band. I just think. He could sing Reason to Live. He could sing Detroit Rock City. Could you imagine Prince and Love Gun? Just Love Gun. Fucking amazing. Don't tell me I'm wrong because you're wrong. I'm right. (coughs) Lynch, we already had this conversation. Please don't die. Try and 
And I understand Herm's a little hurt right now, but you fucked with typo negative, so... No, but I, I didn't fuck with typo negative. So it, <laughs> it, 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 I didn't fuck with Kiss either. I just could always picture some of these, you know... No, I, fuck, I, I, fuck and I'm not saying you fucked with it. I'm, I'm, it's more along the lines of, I don't... There, The songs would completely have to change <laughs> in order for them to be enough funk for Prince to want to sing the songs. Yeah. That's why we're replacing them. You just move, you move some shit around, an arrangement here, a horn section here. Herm, you're all about the horn section, as we've learned in past episodes. <laughs> you know, let let Prince funky up a Kiss song if he were alive enough to do it. Anywho. All right, moving right along. Anybody else? Uh, Lynch, you going to make it, buddy, according to Crystal Key? Oh, I hope so. Supposed to get this shit out so. pre-show. Yeah, right? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> you I'm, were... I'm dying here. Oh, my <clears throat> God. So verklempt. All right, yeah. what's your next one? What's your next one, Lynch? All right. So mine's another another career for career. Beatles and Rolling Stones. Flip-flop them. Okay, I'm not I'm gonna sure. I'm going to have to call a party foul. Oh, come on, man. They're call a party foul. No, they're, they, they, same time. <coughs> their, career, their careers started around the same time. They, they came out together. They, they, you know, they both redefined a genre. I mean, I could see, I could see Mick Jagger singing Beatles songs. But I can't see Paul McCartney or John Lennon singing, singing Jumpin' Jack Flash. John, John, I can see Paul McCartney. Songs. I can see they're, Paul McCartney doing it. They're not folky enough. That's the reason the Beatles and the Stones to this day are the argument in rock and roll music because they were so different. Because they came up at the same time, they were just polar opposites, but they defined well, that whole generation. Yes, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 they changed rock and roll. Much like Elvis changed rock and roll when he first came out i mean it you know that was 10 years that's a 10-year gap between elvis to to uh, the beatles but hell it it got famous man fast and that's because of the advent of how popular tv was Mm -hmm. it was right in your face and i could see those i could see his career for career them being successful with the lineup change like that I'm still banning you from the show. This, that's terrible. Because R- Ringo Starr and Billy Watts, uh, Charlie Watts, played okay. very similar. They played a very similar drum. Okay, Let's that I'll of, buy. Let's get rid of Clarence. <laughs> Steal all his good ideas. Yeah. We, we was called the Clarence at first. All right, you got a fourth one there, Herminator? I do. I do. I do. All right. All right. All right. We're gonna uh, we're gonna take a band that everybody knows. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start with Metallica. All right. And we're gonna take James Hatfield out. And we're gonna drop in the Reverend Brown from Coming to America. Yes, sir. The Lord. Uh, he can do it for you. Uh, say it. Uh, yes, sir. Oh my. <laughs> Say your prayers. The Lord heals uh, yourself. Oh yep, we're going to replace him with the Reverend Brown. <clears throat> oh, my that's, Lord. And you got to have another, the chicken wings. That's another sweaty concert right there. 
Rick. He helped Gilligan get off the island. Are you talking about Randy Watson? No, or the I'm talking about Reverend Brown. All right. Who helped Gilligan get off get the off island. island? Get off the island. All right. All right. I'm a I'm a fuck everybody's worldview up. All Other right. than Rush, my most hated band is Nickelback, and the music is okay. I'm gonna admit it here. Shh. I didn't say that out loud. The music is okay. Yeah, it's I all don't, right. I don't like. Rock. I don't like Chad Kroger. I think the man cannot sing a lick. But if you want to make that band even better, you take Chad Kroger out. And you replace Senor Kroger with Alanis Morissette. Can you imagine her singing This Is How You Remind Me? Or even photo he she he she might make that picture song, look at this photograph bullshit palatable. She, she, I think she could do it. Very similar uh song uh song like lyrics. Mm-hmm. The arrangements are all pretty close. And she, yeah, I, I, I think I think that would be it. She could pull it off. Okay. No, he couldn't he couldn't pull off her catalog. No, of course no not, because he's way. a one note joke and he fucking sucks. And I agree with you. I think Nickelback on a music musicianship level is a tight band. Kind of like tight. Rush. And like a lot of ba- bands similar yeah. to them. But you know, it, I agree with you. I don't like his voice. It's just I I just want to punch him anytime I hear his hear him sing. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Ru- one. He rubs me the wrong way, and not in a good way. No. <clears throat> you Who did that, that song? I'm gonna rub you the right way. Put him rub in Nickelback. You the right way. Yeah, come on, Herm. You're the uh, R&B hip hop guru, Jones. Johnny Gill. Was... Johnny yeah. Gill. Put Johnny Gill in Nickelback. Gill. I'd buy the records tomorrow. But I'm going with Alanis Morissette. Oh, I like that. All okay, right. Thank you very much. I, I it's a very worked good my ass off. All right, Lynch. You got another one? Uh, let's see. I don't know which one I want to use first. but uh, the, one, the one that goes first. Uh, yeah, I'll do my Pink Floyd. <clears throat> Remove David Gilmore. Add Getty Lee. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm afraid to tell you that here on episode 54, we're officially disbanding the group. Um, we will all go on to solo careers. This show will no longer I, be able I, to happen. You know I had to fuck with you. We're going to go on solo careers. I don't careers. mean just this show. I mean like every show after this forever <laughs> yeah. in the history of forever. And I'll when we do our, when we do our reunion tour. Yeah, right? When we do our I'll, reunion tour in 20 years. I'll, I'll send in Thunderhead. Well, Thunderhead Jones would be a lot better than you after that Getty Lee bullshit. Uh, the oh, fuck I, is... could, I could see it singing crazy lyrics. It would just make a lot more people hate Pink Floyd. Oh, they don't need hate. They're a fantastic fucking band. Good Christ. Herm, save us. All right, so number five is we're, 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 is Rush. Okay. All right, I got a couple more. I my li- I kept writing. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Um, uh, we're gonna get rid of Getty Lee, and we're gonna mm-hmm. drop in 1991, Axl Rose. Ooh. Okay. You can do it. He's got the pipes. Had the pipes. 
Okay. Yeah. I could definitely see that. I can picture I this in my head. I can see that um, uh, he, I, I, I can hear him not sounding like um, a Chinese guy with a head cold. A Chinese guy with the sniffles. So that's that's that was that was yeah. Modern day warrior B B trying today talk to your B B You're so fucking mean, dude. I call him like I see him. <laughs> Oh. Or I hear him, as it were. I don't Fucking hear Rush. too good. Dude, if you like Rush, seriously, I don't know what to say to you. You out there in, in TV <laughs> land or podcast land, Lynch, I know what to say to. Fuck you. Fuck you, too. That's right. I got two of those right here. All right. You know what? As long as we're here, I'm going to take, I'm going to, I'm going to move Rush up. I was going to save Rush for last, but because I still have more, three more. Immediately, of course, Getty Lee is gone. He's deported back to Canada. He's now uh, tapping maple syrup out of trees. Thanos, that ass. Just um, yeah, like. And I thought about this one because I knew we were all going to come in with Rush at some point. And who could I hear singing the songs to the key of the songs that were set? Steve Perry. Yeah, I can definitely I, see Steve Perry singing any Rush song and obliterating it and making it even better than when that big-nosed fucking twat waffle sings it. I could see, I could picture that. Yeah, like he's, you know what he is? He's like Canadian John Waite. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty John Waite could fit in anywhere, right? Wow. And then in the middle of in the middle of Tom Sawyer, while they're doing that keyboard guitar back and forth, Steve Perry can just lean back and should have been gone. Yeah, <laughs> which is the entirety of my ability to try to mimic Steve Perry in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I I just play his records. <laughs> yeah, I don't try to sing like that. His last record was pretty good, although I think only <clears throat> eight people, including me, heard it. So, <clears throat> not it's bad. A sad story with him too, because he's like broke. <laughs> yeah, well, broke. he did did it to himself. Sorry to say, I, 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 I don't want to have sympathy for him, but you know, yeah, he did it to himself. Right. So, you guys got any more of these that you can think of? Because I got three more on the list we could shoot around um, with. I had one and it just escaped me. Hang on a second. That's all right. If you clench your cheeks, it'll come back. You're Bring welcome. That's fantastic. Thank That's you. Go, go with one of yours, Chris, and I'll think another one. All right. Um, I'm going to take Elvis. Got that big ass band behind him. You know, everything comes out. Dun -dun -dun, dun -dun -dun, dun -dun -dun. But instead of Elvis walking on the stage, you got Billy Idol. I think that would be awesome. <laughs> they have a similar voice. He's got a little bit more of that punk rasp feel to it. Picture him right now walking. The whole band is in their colorful gimmicks. He's got his leather gimmick on. And it's like he's singing CC Rider right there in front of you. What if we swapped him out with Ricky Ricardo? Oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know that I'd want to hear Ricky Ricardo singing Elvis <laughs> tune, though. I think it'd be funny. <laughs> I don't doubt don't. I, I think we'd laugh. Wise men say. <laughs> and then you take Ricky Ricardo out and replace him with Glenn Danzig. Ooh. 
Yeah, think about Mother. that. Every every Danzig song is heavy metal. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Danzig made a career out of mimicking Elvis with a big guitar behind him. Yeah. Yeah, but yep. Danzig's only like four foot two. Yeah, that's true. So I have to get him some platform shoes or something. Yep. All right. Uh, oh, I know. know. Okay. I, I knew. I knew which one it was. It was a. Uh, you take Prince out of Prince, and you put Tom Jones. We've already heard that. Yeah, he did that, that sounds once. Like. I like. Sound like Euro techno pop. It was fun. Don't get yeah, me wrong, it was, but it was the lead and how to swing it, and it was all right. If I only knew, could be sung by Prince at any given point in time. He can sing anything. Herman, I rocked that CD over and over, over and over and, and over and over and over. Oh my god! First of all, if any of you out there have a bad thing to say about Tom Jones, I will burn your house down uh, to the ground, to the mm-hmm. motherfucking ground, without thinking. Yeah. But that's a all right. I could see that one. I would love to hear you know Tom Jones's take on Purple Rain mm-hmm. with that low thick. Uh. Oh, all right, see, Herm's getting it a little bit. Crystal's in on board too. She go, me too. That's right, because Tom Jones rocks, motherfuckers. Tom Jones is the man. All right, so I'm going. I'm going to take Clarence Clearwater Revival. Easily one of my guilty pleasure bands. They're great. I'm going to take John Fogarty out. And I'm not going Who too far. Who are you going to put in, the... Coach? Oh, we're about to. I'm ready to play. I'm not going, too far, to the... I'm not going too far to the left or right <laughs> on this one. I just want somebody with a little bit more um, oomph and balls in their voice. So John Fogarty is out. George Thorogood is in. I, I can definitely see that. I'll hear it. George Thorogood could sing the phone <clears throat> book. I'd buy two copies of the record. Yep. <laughs> He's that fucking good. And on my list earlier, uh, it was I had Nickelback, and I used uh, Herm stole my line. Anybody with a voice, you know, I would have uh, Kelly and Zach's new baby sing for Nickelback before Chad fucking Kroger. For real, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, all right. But Kelly Clarkson, when she did that one rock and roll record, that was pretty badass. Yeah. And then she went back to singing about sidewalks and bullshit. <laughs> sidewalks and bullshit as her new record. <laughs> Coming out now. Cracked sidewalks because <laughs> she's a big and <coughs> Can't help All it. All right. Uh, last on my list, I had Bad Company. Take out <laughs> Paul Rogers and replace him with Ivan Moody from Five Finger Death Punch. Same career. <laughs> pretty much. But I'd like to hear how he would do on something like Shooting Star. (laughs) You know, know, they did the Bad Company cover, which was all well and good. It's a fantastic fucking cover song. But how would he do on some of the more melodic tunes? I think it would make sense. It does. if If any of you guys have a cat in your house and it's a screeching fucking annoying cat, that could be the new singer for Rush or the replacement for Brett Michaels and Poison. If you turn on your car in the morning and that belt is wee, that could be a replacement for Getty Lee and Rush. That that's a replacement for <laughs> Getty Lee right there. Direct replacement. Right? <clears throat> Factory shipped all in Jones. Uh-huh. 
Have you guys thought of any other bands while we're talking about this, or do you want to riff off each other's picks? Because I like the Van Halen route. And I had a different, they almost made my list. I had a different singer in mind. Now, who'd you have for a different singer for Van Halen? Don Dokken. Oh. All right. Okay. Yeah. Tom Jones could replace Brett Michaels, Crystal says. Nice. <laughs> Tom Jones could replace the coffee. Lynch, are you going to die? No. Please don't die. Please don't die. Tom Jones could replace the coffee you have in the morning, and you wouldn't even know it because he's Tom fucking Jones. <clears throat> but yeah, something about the key those songs are in and the way Ed plays guitar, God rest his soul, I think Don Dockett could whip that shit up because... You know, he played with another guitar virtuoso, George Lynch, who played pretty much Van Halen light. <coughs> yeah. You know, he was he was one of the disciples of EVH coming out of L.A. at that time. Yep. Yeah, he's a great guitarist. Mm-hmm. One of the best. Yeah. <coughs> I would also take Anthrax, who, by the way, Lynch and I will be going to see this Friday at Mohegan Sun Arena. Thank you again for the tickets out there, wherever you are. And I would replace, because Joey Belladonna is back in the group, I would replace Joey Belladonna with Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. oh, I never want to listen. I could never hear him again. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that, that, well, that, that was one I had in my head. This was the one that I asked about musical, musical acts. Mm-hmm. I want to take NWA, and I just want to replace Easy e with Gilbert Gottfried. Okay. That'd be fucking hilarious. All right. <clears throat> that I could see happening. <clears throat> Public enemy. <clears throat> I will now that now that we've said that, I've got a couple more just popped in my head. I'm gonna <clears throat> go with Pantera. We take out Phil Anselmo and we put in Garth Brooks. <clears throat> now think Ooh. of cow- think of Cowboys from Hell. With Garth Brooks on <coughs> He's already one of those fast, fast-paced singers, you know, 6 o'clock on Friday evening, Mama didn't know she's leaving with the thing and the stuff. And he, he comes in, he's like, you know, under the gun, reach for your gun, and you better listen. Well, my friend, you see, right now, down below, gave it you, where the cowboys from hell. And, of course, you have to bring the banjo player in from the Muppets because... Look, Dime can't do everything on his own. He's got to have the banjo guy from the Muppets come in. Like, bang, 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 bang. That's, funny. <laughs> That's funny. That's really fucking funny. funny. Well, they did that record years ago, Lynch. You remember this. It was um, the three guys from Pantera minus Phil, Dime, Vinny, yeah. and Rex. And they had Dave and Alan Coe, the country singer, sing yeah. on top of it. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was really good. Oh my lord! So why not? If 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 it's if it's been done to a slighter different extent before, why not throw a contemporary? It could be George Strait if you wanted to. Although I don't think he can sing that fast. No, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But I think Garth Brooks would rock the shit out of that. Yeah, he he, he could probably make that happen. <clears throat> All yep. right. Yep. I'm trying. I'm trying to think if I have any other that were, others that were knocking around in my skull. Oh, the, the only one I, I thought of earlier, and I didn't write it down, but you mentioned Lynch, the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. And I would replace, and it would be a slightly different band, but the feel would be the same. I'd replace Mick Jagger with David Bowie. I could definitely see that. <clears throat> Just, I, I think, the, you know, the vibe <laughs> would be slightly different. It's not as, 
you know, <clears throat> rock and roll ish, if you will. But Bowie can sing his ass off. Yes, he could do Jumpin' Jack Flash. He could do Harlem Shuffle. He could do Start Me Up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not yeah. like trying to ask Paul McCartney <clears throat> to do that shit. Peckerhead, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> So with, with about, what, 19 minutes left in today's show, um, <clears throat> I wasn't going to do it without his permission. And I'm not going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask, does anybody here have any big announcements they'd like to make after just turning 50? Nope. No? Nope. <laughs> Congratulations either way. Nope. Yes. Thanks. Thanks. Congratulations not really for me. Congratulations <clears throat> to uh, my son yes. and uh, the young lady. Uh, they are uh, expecting a baby. So, yes, I guess I am supposed Yay. to be a grandfather. Hey, oh, uh, going back to road. our conversation a few weeks but, ago. Um, What's the name going to be, dude? Um, I, are you going to be Big Grampy or Little Grampy? Oh, I'm Big Grampy. <laughs> My man. My man. I'll be Big Grampy. All right. And then, uh, and then Jen can be Little Grampy. There you go. I like it. Yeah, um, I mean, I, 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 nothing. Uh, everybody's like, are you excited? And I'm gonna be honest. Um, I am happy for my son. Um, I am not crazy super excited. Um, given that I'm two thousand miles away. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's anything like, um, my grandmother who lived here in the same town that I'm in when I was in Connecticut. I'll probably see the child four or five times before I die, if I'm lucky. You know what I mean? Um, there is, of course, the the internet and FaceTime, and you know, I'll, 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 he'll, he'll have to know me because, you know, I, I'm the one that sends the big presents. But um, but uh, yeah, like I'm not super excited because like there's not going to be like. You want to go over to spend the night at Grampy's? Do you want to hang out at the afternoon with Grampy? There's there'll right. be none of that daily, like Trav's mom. All she's gonna be all over it. You know what I mean? She is right there. She's cl- she's close. I unfortunately, with the distance, am not going to be that accessible. Right, I'm not going to be that integrated into a, a daily life routine. I'll be a special visit. <laughs> that makes it all the more special, man. You know, I'm telling you. Um, look, I've known, and I know, you know, that's Mike's son, and that's a connection you have, and what have you. I've known not only you know Travis, but you know his brothers and sisters since birth. And the more I see these kids grow, the more old I feel. Even though I don't feel old. Like I look at I look at my man now and I'm like, there's no possible fucking way you're 26 years old. Uh, uh-uh, no, you're still 16. Fuck off, go yeah. sit and play video games. You know, sneak a beer out of the fridge at Gunkle's house, and you know, yes, that did happen, um, more than once. But oh, I'm sure. Um, the first time I wasn't so happy with it. After that, it was like, don't tell your parents, kid. You're here. You're locked in. I have the keys. You're not going anywhere. So, you know, watching these kids grow up and then watching first Courtney have her children and now, you know, Travis is having a child and, well, he's not having it. The girl is. Congratulations <laughs> to them both. Right. What is a woman? And, um, 
you know, I look at things like, you know, my daughter's about to turn 15 next month. And when I say that, I've been with her her whole life. You know, I've, I've watched a progression. But when you say that to an uncle like Lynch, Lynch still can't believe the young woman that walks through his door when she's here. Yeah, I refuse to believe that's her. Mm-hmm. Try telling her. Try telling her you cannot walk out of the house looking like that. Yeah. And I say this with a lot of love and respect to her because the same can come right back to me. I've seen Travis's parents and I've seen Emma's parents and how the hell, especially with uh, Brenton and now with Emma, Brenton, we talked about Brenton last week. That dude is pimp. He is fucking pimp. There is no, that is, there is no way they came out of that sack over there. Uh-uh. He's gonna be—he's gonna be the next Mark Cuban, right? And I look at Emma, and I'm like, you know, I'm not a bad-looking motherfucker. Neither is Stephanie, but Emma is far and above more beautiful <clears throat> than either one of us could ever imagine. That's what happens imagined. when you mix two ugly people. Oh, I didn't think of that. Ooh, I didn't. And two beautiful, and sometimes beautiful people have That's, ugly babies. Thank God you, for that. You put two ugly people together, and sometimes you just get a, a beautiful child. I'm not saying you or your ex-wife are ugly. I'm not saying you or your other ex-wife are ugly. I'm just saying there's no way that that pimp bastard is that good-looking because of the two of you. Yeah, he got that. He got the, he got that from his mom. That was a receded gene. It came from like the grandparents somewhere. He, he got all that from his mom. He really did. All right. Oh, and I tried. Started... Tra- <clears throat> tra- looks like a caveman. Yes, a pumpkin with a refrigerator on top, <laughs> and a tattoo of New Jersey. Yep, and a tattoo <laughs> of New Jersey on his arm. <laughs> if anybody needs to know the back end of that story, when Travis was born, and to this day, it started out little. It looked like New Jersey, a little thing, a little birthmark. And as he's grown, it now looks like California. Yeah, it's like Long Island now. Yeah. <laughs> right around, where does it hurt? Right here around the Hamptons. <laughs> right. Up here by Bakersfield, just stick the needle there. <laughs> oh, man. Go ahead, Lynch. You were making a point. I, I don't remember what it was. Anyway. There's a fat fucking surprise. Yeah. So, February, we got a couple big things that we were talking about last week. Obviously, one of them is going to be more one-star strip club reviews. <laughs> I'm still digging, still finding, found some really good ones. Nobody's taking their nine-year-old out anymore. I don't understand. Maybe it's the pandemic. Nobody's taking grandma out for the the prime rib. Shocking, I tell you. Um, We've waited long enough. Next month, and and I'll give the date out, February 9th. I don't think we're recording that day. No, because it's a a Thursday. But Lynch is celebrating a big milestone. I want to talk about it real quick, and then – Hopefully, we can talk about it more for you guys as kind of like the uh, afternoon. What did, what did they call that thing when we were kids? The afternoon special? The ABC after school special. Thank you. We're going to have our yeah. own after school special. Yeah, Next week. On a very... Right around the anti-Valentine's Day show. Give yeah. or take, yeah. A very yeah. special episode. <laughs> a very special episode of Blossom. <laughs> no. Where Six uh, got naked at my house. and ooh. Never mind. Uh, February 9th will be 365 days sober. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, we'll be toasting to that. It, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, record, that. I'll record from home that day. Um, it went by fast. 
<coughs> the time of rehab, the time of rehab went. Oh my god, it was like it felt like six months. It was torturously slow. But this last year has flown by, and through through sheer sheer change of routine and change of men- mentality, I don't crave at all. Not to give all your secrets away, <clears throat> and I don't know that I even know this. Um, obviously, the, the, it's a huge change in lifestyle. How has it changed your attitude about life, knowing that you're not leaning on the bottle or you're not craving the bottle or that it's just not a crutch for you anymore? You have to tend to your feelings like head on. How has that changed you? Um, well, it makes it makes you look back at the at that time that you were you were a very serious drinker and actively abusing alcohol how shitty of a person you were and how selfish you are. If anything, alcohol, alcoholism is a very selfish disease. Um, you only think of yourself and you don't really don't give a shit about the people around you. And usually it's to the point where it's almost a point of no return before something big happens. And you're like, Holy shit, I got to face this. And that's what happened with me. Um, no more it's not anybody else's problem but mine don't deflect own it i owned it i learned how to own myself for the last 365 days and it's one day at a time i I don't worry about friday i worry about getting through this day this set of 24 hours wake up repeat do the same thing tomorrow because you look too far ahead you get you 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 want to set achievable goals don't look too far into the future but you don't want to take two steps backwards either. Never, always forward, never regress. Right, and that's and that's the that's the positive. You have to have a positive attitude. Um, I fortunately have been relying on myself pretty much, and I go to AA meetings, and they help a lot. Um, and I haven't had, you know, I haven't had that urge. I haven't had a day where I'm just like, "Fuck this, I want to drink." I don't have that day anymore. Um, but a lot of things, a lot of things came, came of my diagnosis after, after rehab, you know, undiagnosed severe depression and shit like that. So what, you know, once you get that squared away, it makes everything else a little bit easier, um, in your day to day. So I, 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 I take life pretty, pretty seriously now. I mean, and I don't get phone calls at two o'clock in the morning anymore yeah 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 hey guess what i'm fucked up um let me tell you something about you that you don't know i'm all ears (laughs) the silent silent scream for help um and i i said this to somebody who knows you i don't want to blow up their spot if they say i can blow up their spot i certainly will you know how's lynch doing how's this how do you how do you overcome it did you say anything to him chris i'm like i didn't know I had no earthly fucking clue. And when you sat us down and told us here on the show, hey, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to be gone for the next six weeks. Uh, the first thing was care for you. You know, like, get through it, man. We're here for you. You know, keep us in the loop one way or the other. Email, phone call, carrier pigeon, smoke signals, whatever. Mm-hmm. The second thing was, like, almost fear. Like, fuck are we supposed to do now? We don't have our partner. We'll make do and yeah. we're going to do it 
the way you would do it with us. And one of the things that I, I have to say about Lynch, and this goes back to Herm's Fall Roaster, which is now no longer a thing here in Connecticut. If you want to go to Herm's Fall Roaster, you got to get your ass out to Baylor Street and eat the jerky and kneel before him and all that bullshit. Lynch goes to the roaster and everybody, and I mean nearly everybody's cracking a gimmick at one point or another. And my man stood strong and he did not flinch. He did not buckle. He did not crave. At one point, I didn't want to have a beer and I've got my cooler sitting next to me. I'm like, all right, he's like right next to me and stuff. And you know, he's like, are you going to have a beer? All right. I'll have a beer, I guess. Because you know what you're doing. And I think that's the biggest takeaway from all of this is that you learned how to control you. And no one else can do that for you. <clears throat> no. And, and that's the selfish part that I take with me. I'm very selfish to myself now and how I feel. I nothing mean, wrong I, with that. Yeah, I, I feel better than I have in a, a lot of years. Some days are better than others, you know. 50 years old, arthritic, and just Ugly. slowing down, slowing yeah. down. I mean, that was another thing physically. I, I was, I felt completely different physically. Like I wasn't the same me. I, I didn't have the energy. That's because I was fueled by alcohol. I didn't feel the pain until I stopped drinking, which never was never the, never the case. It was a mm -hmm. perpetual cycle. Yeah. Never, it, 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 I, I never drank at work. I was never under the influence of work, ever. I would never do that. You obviously never worked with her, and they're always under the I was influence. Say, I, I, you, you've never worked in the food industry. Yeah, I have. <laughs> Not in his adult life. Not my adult life. My late teens, <laughs> yes. Like we start I, the shit with the beer. That's <laughs> yeah. It's eight forty-five. Five o'clock somewhere. Fuck chef, right there. I'm, uh, chef, I'm uh, running out to uh, get my head right. And uh, I'll be back in for the rush. Yep. <laughs> Somebody comes into Hearn's kitchen. I'm all stressed out and no one to choke. Go ahead. Take five. For real. <laughs> gotta Take do five. What you gotta go, do. Go, go smoke something. Go get and that was, the, right. that was the toughest thing for me, especially you being who you are in my life, is not seeing it and not knowing it and then wondering who would come back on the back end. Right, you know, we, we were very concerned on who was coming back. We were all, we were very concerned with you getting the help you needed. We were very concerned as to who the person was that was coming back. We were very we were concerned that we we hoped you got what you needed and to whatever degree that was, but we were hoping you didn't turn into the reformed smoker. No, no, Jesus Christ! You know what I mean? We were like, I we were like, those. and when and, and afterwards, when the rule was it was a dry studio, that was fine because it never went any further than that. It never became yeah. like you never look. You know that I drank in the car on the way over. You know that I was grabbing a beer as soon as I got to the fucking car. I don't there care. was never no. I understand that, and that's but we but we weren't sure who we were getting back either. You know. We were like, fuck, are we getting back fucking, you know, the reformed smoker? That, yeah. well, I don't smoke. And you, because <coughs> we were both like, I'm not dealing with that shit, dude. I'll kill him. I'll just no, I, kill him and hide his body. I, <laughs> I'm never like that about, you know, 
having smoked in my life and you know, <laughs> I still smoke cigars and shit like that, but yeah, I'm not that guy. You I know what complain. I mean? Like we were, we were totally worried about that. <clears throat> I don't know. I hope. Well, and, I'm, and, we, we, I, I, you, and then we were my, very much, uh, there was just a lot. We were like, I, I don't know it's where too it's much here. Is. It's too much to think about. Well, it not was, it. it was a lot. I mean, we had just kind of, we had just, we, we, we weren't that fucking deep into a show. No. Um, we were still it, in season one. We've been, we'd had like a month and a half and then, or two, we had a couple months. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, bam, welcome Four. to 20. Yeah. Welcome to 2022. Um, and you guys can suck it for the next six my weeks. My name's Lynch and I'm going to switch it up real quick. And I think I'm a flip. Right. And we were like, um, what is he talking about? What, 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 what's this? What drinking problem? That was that was an awkward ride home to I'm bring sure. her home when he was here, huh? I'm sure it was. And no, it was, it was like, both of us just puzzled. Yeah, like, like dude, did dude, you but... see that coming? No, I did no, not. I, okay. No, I, I, they no looked idea. at me. Goes, that's your boy. I'm like, what the fuck? I, that's your I'm boy. Not a, what the fuck? I'm not his PR agent. Which I still get to this day questions about Lynch. I'm like, reach out to him, not your fucking PR agent. He yeah. fired me. He fired yeah, me last week. Not like I, you know, I have velvet ropes surrounding me for Christ's sake. Right. This is the, when the VIP <laughs> you lounge. Know, you know where I am. Am if you want to Facebook message me, go right ahead. If it's somebody I want to talk to, I'll say hello. If not, um, whatever. I, I definitely want to get deeper into that discussion, not as a whole show, but as a part of it, but. If you had one message for someone that is going through this, um, thinking right now that I have a problem and I need to take care of it, um, or if they know someone who has this problem, what would you say to them just blindly and clearly? It's okay to say I need help. You're not flawed. Doesn't you're you're not a defect, and if people see you see you as such, so be it. You can't control them. You only have to worry. You worry about what you can control in your life, and not worry about other influences. Um, but saying I need help, it's it's not a bad thing, and they're not. We're not going to judge you. That was the big. That was, you know, the stigma of, uh, you know, Lynch fucking stint in rehab. Gotta yeah, keep well, the booze see, that, away like, from him. That was no, that wasn't our thing. We weren't judging. No, you but other we people. In. We weren't. No, we, other we weren't people. judging. We, we we were planning. We were <laughs> waiting, and we were going to judge you when you came back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the literally that's pretty much the conversation we had. It was basically uh, I totally didn't see this, and then we, we continued because <laughs> you were gone. There was no way to talk to you, so we had to talk about it between the two of us. And like, like, I don't, what do you see? I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not judging. He wants needs help and do what he's got to do. We'll figure out who the fuck he is when he comes back. And that's pretty much how it came down. To it. Our boy needs some help. We're, we're good with that. We'll figure out who the fuck this asshole is when he comes home and go from there. Figure the fuck out. I've said to you a million times, I'm glad you came out good on the other side. Um, I can't stress enough. And, you know, I know several 
people that could probably use some help. I know some people that are reaching out for help now, and I know some people that will never reach out for help. You know, help is not a bad thing. Help is a good thing, whether it's, you know, (laughs) mental health or alcoholism or drug addiction. I'm thankful, you know, for Lynch right now coming out on the other side. Another wonderful person in my life, although she's not so wonderful most of the time, is about to celebrate two years of sobriety or just past two years of sobriety from a nasty addiction. I have uh, a guy that I work with who has been sober now two, three years. And he's going through some uh, medical issues right now. And if he's watching, Big Joe, we love you, kid. Can't wait to see you again. Hey, I haven't humped a sheep in six months. There you go. That, that's that's a real addiction. Wow. He's the real Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> where did you come from? Where did you go? I can tell you where he went. It's not anywhere you want to go to. <laughs> I was just trying to help that sheep over the fence, Your Honor. <laughs> um everybody has a phone everybody has a computer of some sort a lot. Google, the google machine is your friend uh find an aa or an na find a recovery center near you uh find a counselor find someone to talk to even if it's a good friend if you the more you keep it inside the more it's going to kill you and um to lynch and to everybody else who has gone through this and come out on the other side I say the same thing to someone who's currently struggling. Life is better with you here than it is without you here. So if you need the help, get the help. And if you've already gotten the help, keep living on the straight and narrow. Uh-oh. 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 Lynch Everybody ducked out on us. No, well, you you did too on my end. <coughs> Everybody at that house paused. Okay. The, one, the wonderful... Troublemaker Studios there he here. There he is. There he is. <coughs> so after Lynch dies, Can you imagine um, trying to do it this way with three of us in the fucking house. Possibly. <laughs> Lynch would have to go downstairs with the dogs. Right. We get the symphony Hello? of sparking whether we want it or not. Hello. Hello. Uh, we we we're here. Hello. Okay. Hello. Here. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. um yeah. Uh, congratulations to everybody who's come out on the other side of this. Congratulations and good luck to anybody who is starting their journey into sobriety or mental help. And even better than that, um, if you are struggling and don't think help is out there, you're wrong. Reach out to a friend. The longer you keep it inside, it's going to kill you. And nobody wants you to go through that alone. No. God knows the three of us have had our help in the past. And if this has been any help to you, Good on you. Let us know at junctiondysfunctionshow at gmail.com. Tell us your stories. Um, tell us if there's something you're going through. Maybe we'll turn it into an advice show. We don't know. But what I do know is that there are drugs <coughs> in the distance. There and are. they'll start beating any time now. Any, any moment. <coughs> as soon as we pay the Mexican drummers. For real. This is why we don't hire drummers from Pueblo, Colorado. Yeah. That's it. They work on their own time. They work on Herm's lawn first. <laughs> Guys, don't forget. Um, don't forget to start the music early, I guess, Herm. Oh, it's just we're having a we're having a rough day in the studio today. Clearly. Let's oh, just end it there. <laughs> like and subscribe. Leave a review. Do all the good shit you do with any other podcast. Share it with a friend. 
Nobody gives a fuck because Herm fucked it up for everybody. No, it's all right. Oh. We're all right. We, this is why we can't have nice things. And just for that, I'm punishing you, Herm. No, no final line tonight. Oh. He's lying. <clears throat> I secretly still like Rush. Yeah, you do. 